0: When you've been in a relationship with a narcissist, whether you left them or they left you, sometimes you find yourself having a really hard time getting through it. Today, during our morning chat, several people voiced these feelings to me and as time goes on, more and more people tell me that they find themselves missing their narcissist, even when they're the ones who left. They keep falling back into the relationship, they keep giving and giving and giving. One more chance, one more chance. When does it end and why is it so hard to get over a narcissist? That's what we're talking about today at queenbeing.com. Let's get started. My name is Angie Atkinson, and on this channel, I offer free daily video coaching to help you discover, understand, and overcome narcissistic abuse in toxic relationships. I like to call it toxic relationship rehab. Does that sound good to you? If so, hit that subscribe button and we'll get going. With maybe a few exceptions, most people who have been in a relationship with a narcissist find it really difficult to just totally let go of that person. Like I said, whether you left the narcissist or they left you, this seems to be a consistent issue for people who have been in these relationships. I personally understand it because even in my own situation, I found recovery very difficult and I slipped back in once or twice in the process. Even though I was no longer really connected to that person emotionally, I still felt that I was somehow and I kept finding myself talking to him and going back and trying to deal with him repeatedly, repeatedly. and it, turned out to be very unhealthy for me. The divorce lasted almost a year and, and it felt very emotionally taxing to me. So much so that when I finally <laughs> found out the divorce was legally done, I stood up in my desk at the job I was working at at the time and screamed out, I'm divorced and everybody stood up and applauded. That was a fun moment, but all of the moments leading up to that point were very difficult and painful. So. How did I get there and how can you get there? How can you get past your narcissist? How can you wake up one day and go, I didn't think about that person all day yesterday. One thing to consider when we're talking about recovering from a relationship with a narcissist is how the relationship ended. So whether you initiated the breakup or they did and all of the things that come with that. If you initiated the breakup, you might be struggling with guilt and Wondering did you make the right choice? You doubt yourself because the narcissist has taught you to do that over the years. If you were broken up with, then you're left spinning and you don't even know what to think. You might not even have realized they were a narcissist until after the fact. Of course, why the relationship ended whether you left or they left also matters when we're talking about how to get through it. It's one thing if you kind of went one way and your partner went the other or if you suddenly realized, oh my gosh, this person is abusing me, I gotta go. But it's a whole other ball of wax if we're talking about you found out you got cheated on or something terrible happened that gave you the catalyst that you needed to kind of step out of that relationship. Well, then the other thing is if the if your partner turns out to have been some sort of an addict like a drug or alcohol addict or something else, this can also cause the marriage to end or a relationship to end and that leads to other issues. Now if we're talking about a family member or a friend who you've had to go no contact with, other issues might be involved, whether you went no contact or they did, Either way, you're still probably struggling with similar feelings. One reason that recovering from a narcissist is so difficult is because the narcissist by nature does the push and pull thing. Do you know what I'm talking about? That's when the narcissist will desperately want you one second and then the next second push you away. And it seems like the moment that they have you, you know, if they say, oh my god, I can't live without you. I don't know what I'm gonna do and you give in and you go, okay, okay, let's stay together. Within minutes, sometimes they're back on the same old abusive track. So they want you, they get you, they push you away. It's an ongoing cycle. We've talked about this before, how being with a narcissist you go through the love bombing phase, then you go through the devalue phase and the discard phase and then it circles right back around to love bombing or hoovering, depending on whether or not they actually discarded you or they just mentally and emotionally discarded you and stayed in the relationship. Because of their typical cycle, they tend to want to kind of re-insinuate themselves back into your life. They want to send you a crazy text message or they want to drive by your house or they want to call you for something that is completely unrelated to anything. Did you get the dog shots this month or whatever and they kind of keep themselves in your life. Part of that reason for that is they want to have you as backup supply just in case whatever they're on right now, doesn't work out. Part of it is to have control and lots of other things. One of the questions that was asked to me today in the group session was, do narcissists get jealous? Well, do they? Sure they do and we talked about that in a whole video. But do they get jealous when they've moved on and then they find out you're dating someone else? Yeah, a lot of times they do. Why do they do that? Because they see you as a possession It's not because they're like, oh, I messed up. I lost the best thing that ever happened to me. It's because they're like, oh that kid took my toy. It's the same concept as a kid stealing a toy. As in the narcissist sees you as an extension of him or herself and nothing more. They see you as an object to entertain them and to make them happy. Something that they possess. Not a person, not an individual and just like a child behaves when someone takes something they want, a narcissist behaves much like that when someone takes their former supply. All of this leads to continued repeated traumatization in your in your post relationship situation. So even if you've left the narcissist, even if they've left you, they somehow manage to keep themselves planted in your head very firmly and the reason that they do that is again because they want to keep you on the line in case they need some backup supply and also because that's just who they are. They refuse to leave without a fight or they refuse to let you have peace after they leave you. Either way, you are up for traumatization, traumatization, traumatization. It leaves you no room for healing. In addition to the chemical issues that we've talked about in previous videos as far as being physically addicted to a narcissist, the other side of this coin is that narcissists by nature are the opposite of everything we understand about people. Humanity by nature has a certain amount of empathy, even if a person doesn't consider him or herself an empath, they may still have a certain amount of empathy unless they're a narcissist. Everything we knew to be true about being loyal to our mates, everything we knew to be true about understanding how someone feels and caring how someone feels, partnership, love, all these things, the narcissist kind of craps on all that for us, don't they? Every idea that we ever have been taught or learned or felt about human connection, the narcissist smacks it right down. Regardless of the type of person you're in a relationship with, any sort of split of, an, of a long-term relationship is incredibly painful, breaking up, divorcing, even going no contact with someone. But when there's a narcissist involved, there's a whole other mess involved, a whole other layer of pain for the people involved. When you're in a relationship with a narcissist, you never get closure. This is another reason that it's so hard to get over it. There is a correlation that comes between the sense of self that you are able to pull together when a relationship ends and your, your ability to heal. Going through a divorce from a relatively healthy relationship where you just kind of grew apart or things didn't work out for whatever reason is a lot different than going through any sort of breakup or split up or divorce from a narcissist because with a normal situation, you're going to be recovering from feelings of lost love. You're going to be recovering from maybe a traumatic situation where you found out someone was cheating on you or something bad happened and you had to end the relationship or just like I said that you might have grown apart. When we're talking about the narcissist, We're talking about having gone through essentially psychological warfare without even you realizing it in some cases. You're not just recovering from failed marriage or failed relationships, you're recovering from war. That is why so often narcissistic abuse survivors come out with PTSD or CPTSD. A lot of people call themselves shell-shocked after they've been in one of these relationships. One reason it's so painful is that nothing was what it really looked like or what you thought it was. So when you start reviewing and rehashing what you went through, You suddenly start to see all the lies and you suddenly start to realize that it wasn't really your soulmate, even though you thought for 10 months or 20 years or whatever it was that this is the person who was your be-all end-all. Turns out you've been living a lie all of this time and that's devastating to anyone. You think oh my god, did I just waste my whole life? Is my life over now? Am I ever gonna be happy again? Once you realize what you've gone through, you start to rethink everything. I know when I went no contact with my original narcissist, I found myself rethinking literally everything in my whole entire life. My beliefs, my ideas, my thoughts, my feelings. I didn't even know which ones of them were actually my own. And I had to kind of reevaluate my whole self. Of course, that's devastating. And that kind of brings me to my next point. Hindsight is always twenty twenty, right? So when we look back at the relationship, when we hear, we watch a video and we hear, okay, these are the signs of narcissism. We look back and we go, oh my God, all those signs were there. How could I have missed it? How could I have missed it? I think I'm relatively intelligent. How could I have missed it? Well, you missed it because you shouldn't have had to look for it. It's really disorienting for anyone to have to sort of suddenly start peeling back the layers of the onion as it were. All the lies that you realize have been shoved down your throat for all these years. You're questioning your judgment, like I said about literally everything and if you were dealing with someone who was gaslighting you, trying to make you think you were crazy or paranoid or overzealous or over jealous, suddenly Realizing that you're not crazy is gratifying and and feels really good. But also at the same time, you start to think back to all those times you were just like, okay, yeah, I'm crazy. And then you realize, oh my gosh. They really did this, they really did that, this really happened, I can't believe that happened, did I really go through all this? And so you're devastated by it and sometimes you're looking for closure and you know, you can't get it from a narcissist and so you're kind of wrestling with it in your own head. And then when you really start to think about it and you realize that over the years and over the months or however long you were together, you started to actually sort of help the narcissist abuse you, it's even worse. What do I mean by that? Well, think about all the times that you conformed to the narcissist's wishes and then you started to pre-conform, I guess I just made that word up. Conform as in, you know, for example, if you know that if you wear a red shirt, the narcissist is angry, you stop wearing red shirts. Well, that's simple enough, right? But when you accidentally sort of collude with the narcissist and sort of help them to abuse you by sort of extending your hand to them and saying, Hey, and I mean this metaphorically, hey, Take me where you want me to go turn me into what you want me to be and you're not doing that because you don't have a self You're doing that because you realize the narcissist doesn't really like yourself and you want the narcissist to love you because they're your Relationship they're the person that you're spending your life with or your time with so as you recover You start to live those moments over and over again, and you start to feel really stupid. You're like, how could I let this happen? You feel like a fool. You don't even know what came over you and as you look back like I said hindsight being 2020. You see all the mistakes you made, you were insecurely attached to that person and so maybe you acted differently than you normally would have acted because they made sure that they always kept you just this far away so that even if they wanted you right next to them 24-7, you always had a doubt that they were gonna keep you around or that you were good enough for them. So instead of seeing what you were doing as a series of mistakes or as a mistake that anyone could have made, You might see yourself as someone who really messed up bad or someone who's stupid or naive. How could you have possibly been taken in by this person? Only stupid people, right? Would be taken in by someone like this, but that's not the case. There's nothing wrong with you. There's nothing necessarily missing in you. At least not anything that you can't fix. It's one thing to take responsibility for your part in the relationship, but it's a whole other thing to take the full responsibility and leave the narcissist out of it. You can only give someone so many chances and chances are that you gave that person way more chances than they deserved anyway. Don't criticize yourself. Don't blame yourself. That's not going to help you now. It's very common for us as survivors to blame ourselves for everything that happened in the relationship, but if we tell ourselves that we're the problem, then we, we believe that all we have to do is change in order to let go of the pain. It's very handy to self-deceive this way, but it doesn't work all the time. The fact is your partner, your narcissist, the ex, the, the family member, whoever, they never had any intention of changing and and even if you changed directly at, a, you know, at their request or, or their insistence, you were changing into something that you weren't really in, in the first place. You were not accepting yourself for who you were and you were accepting their definition of you as you. It is going to erode your self-esteem for sure. So not only have you been forced to shove your feelings down all these years or months, you've been forced to lose your sense of self, but now your self-esteem has also been pounded into the ground by this person and because a narcissist needs to be in control all the time and because eventually you recognize that it's just a little easier to let them do that during the relationship, you have no sense of control over yourself and your life. You've got to learn how to take back your life, but with the narcissist They need to be in control of other people. They need someone to push around so that they feel in control and secure. That's why it's so hard to wrap up a relationship with these people and let go of them permanently emotionally. It's hard to stay emotionally balanced when you're dealing with a narcissist and as you try to phase them out of your life, they do everything they can to keep you off kilter. Because if they can keep you off kilter feeling insecure, feeling desperate, maybe you'll take them back. If they can make you think that nobody else would want you, maybe you won't leave. That's how the narcissist mind works. Just a few quick tips for healing yourself after abuse by a narcissist. First of all, write down everything you went through and stick it in a drawer somewhere so that when you feel tempted to go back to the narcissist, you won't fall for it. Secondly, write down and think logically. Even though your emotions want to jump into this whole deal and let it go, when you're working on understanding what you went through, because now you've already discovered it, now you're trying to understand it, right? When you're working on understanding what you're going through and what you've been through, think on a logical level. If you can manage to focus on the logic of it and the science of it, it can help you to start to sort of deal with and understand the emotions of it. On the flip side of that though, don't shove your emotions down. If you need some time to sit down and cry and let stuff out, Just do it. You've spent way too long shoving those emotions down in the first place. Now it's time for you to learn to feel your emotions again and let them pass and deal with them as you can. Next thing you want to do is treat yourself with love and compassion. Unconditional self-acceptance, unconditional self-love. Love yourself in the same way that a good mother would have loved you. Think about what you would say to someone in your same situation who you love. What would you say to your child or your friend or your niece or your nephew? What would you say to someone you love and care about in the same situation as you. How would you tell them to proceed? Tell yourself the same thing. Don't judge yourself. Be understanding to yourself. Don't beat yourself up for being dumb enough to get involved with a narcissist. Instead, stay focused on the fact that you were strong enough to get out and heal. Understand that you accidentally got involved. You really thought this person was someone else and it's not your fault. They showed you a different person when you got involved. You didn't sign up for a narcissist, you got stuck with one. understand that you're not the only one going through this, you're not alone. That's why this channel exists. That's why the span group exists and you can check that out at queenbeingcom span S-P-A-N and understand that there's a whole community of people who have been affected by these people and interestingly enough, most of them are very intelligent, very attractive and very capable and that's what I think people miss. People think that people who get involved with abusers and control freaks are just dumb idiots or people who are desperate or whatever, but narcissists don't accept people like that. Narcissists only want attractive intelligent people that they can show off to the world when it suits them. So keep that in mind. This means if you were abused by a narcissist, chances are they found you intelligent and attractive, which means you have something to offer the world beyond what you might see in the mirror today. So give yourself a little credit my friend. Finally, Stick with the no contact thing. Don't allow the narcissist to continue to infect you. If you are dealing with a child situation where you have to deal with child custody, go ahead and deal with them, but only on behalf of the child. Check out my video on parental apps that are court admissible because uh, there are co-parenting apps that you can use with a narcissist that are actually allowed in court for evidence for various situations. Failing that, do as much as you can by text message or email. Try to never speak to the narcissist on the phone. And if you must, only speak about the children and then end the call. Understand the pain is not going to end today. But if you stay focused on intentionally managing your vibration and focused on what you want and not what you don't want, on what you can control and not what you can't, life will get a whole lot better really quickly. This brings me to the question of the day. And the question of the day is, are you going through a breakup with a narcissist? Have you already been through one? Are you struggling with recovery? Are you having a hard time getting through it? If so, share your thoughts and your experiences in the comments below. And if you're someone who has tips and ideas on how to get through this, let us know below. You might just help another survivor do a little better what would you add to my list? Let's have a discussion. All right, that's all I've got for you right now. As always, thank you so much for being a part of my day and a part of my life. And hey, thanks for letting me be a part of yours. It really does mean a lot to me. I'll see you soon. When Dr. Janine Staples reached out to me recently and asked me to be involved in her Breakthrough Your Barriers Summit, I was thrilled. She asked me during the summit, you know, how did I get over it, my narcissistic abuse situation and going no contact with even family members. So I told her, I laid it all out there, all the nasty, dirty, embarrassing, ugly details. Well, most of them anyway. I could tell you what I told her now in this video. But I'd really prefer that you hear it sort of in the moment during which we shared our hearts. Check out the link below and you'll hear not only my own story, but the stories of 27 other incredible, highly successful, socially impactful coaches, healers, authors, mentors and friends. Men and women like you and like me who have struggled through crap that many would have given up on. Now each guest in the Breakthrough Your Barriers summit has pushed past their own pain, created the life, the love, the legacy that they really want and they're gonna share their stories with you. Every hurt, every struggle, every humiliation, every setback, every resentment, Every injustice, every confusion, weakness and bitter end. And then we're gonna tell you how we got over it, how we recovered, how we stopped the cycle of emotional neglect, how we got off the Ferris wheel of psychological trips and how we completed our relationship to suffering, how we let go of the beliefs that were holding us back, how we turned our survival programs off, how we allowed our defense mechanisms to be changed, removed, how we let them down, how we evolved our voices, how we stopped self-sabotaging and how we healed our bodies from triggers that grounded us for years. Make sure you click that link below and join us. It is free to watch the sessions. All right. See you there. It's my mission to teach others what I know to be true. You really can create the life you want.